Oh, gosh. Woo-hoo! Oh, Gene, we're live. And on the air. Good morning. It's the workers' beat. <laughs> <laughs> With Gene Lance, I'm... I'm Bonnie Mathias. Good morning. And on the workers' beat, of course, we talk about everything from the point of view of working families. And we like to start off with things you can do. Is this June the 26th? Uh, uh, I think it is. The young active labor labor leaders are meeting at the river and they're going to float in. Contact Angela De Filippo. I think they may have already left because they're probably going to the San Jacinto River. Anyway, they're all going to float down the river. Uh, June the 27th at 7 o'clock, the Massachusetts nurses invite Dallas to their emergency town hall to discuss their contract fight with tenant hospitals of Dallas. Now, what do you think the Massachusetts nurses want to do with Dallas? Well, tenant headquarters. Organize! Tenant headquarters is here, and I have heard bad things about that corporation. Not good, not good. They also invite Dallas Labor to support them at a news conference on July the 7th at the tenant headquarters. On July the 1st at 10 o'clock, there will be a demonstration at Representative Morgan Myers' office, District 108. (laughs) It's 3131 McKinney Avenue, Dallas, Texas. Contact Judy Bryant, 214-729-0063. Morgan Meyer, is, he, he is caca. Well, he is one of the ones who, uh, the, the, the business is voter, yes. voter rights. Yes. That's what they're protesting. Yes. Ju- July the 2nd, the Democratic Socialists of America Labor Committee will discuss solidarity with working families in the Philippines. We may get a call about that. July the 6th, they may start uh, redistricting with a focus on El Paso. In other words, they start studying redistricting in the <laughs> legislature. Oh, uh, that means that they're going to try to... Screw it up so Republicans <laughs> can get even more of the votes in Texas. Well, a lot of people don't like the way they do redistricting. No. July the 27th to 28th will be the virtual Texas AFL-CIO Constitutional Convention. July the 30th is the anniversary of Medicare, the 56th anniversary. August the 4th through the 6th will be the LACLA National Convention in Las Vegas, and August the 14th will be the anniversary of Social Security. It'll be 86 years old. Wow. So the people are doing stuff, a lot of stuff, and and it's all got to do with voter rights. Yes. Let me give a shout-out to Paris and Joe. This will thrill you, Bonnie. Okay. Because they were on the bus last Sunday going to uh, Austin, for the voter rights rally. There was a big voter rights rally in Austin. Right, right. Paris and Joe are just two people that I met there. And they both said, well, we heard about it on Bonnie and Jean. They heard about it here on oh KNON. Oh, my gosh. Is that awesome? I don't know what? how many other people did because there were six buses. And I, only, yeah. I only got to meet a few a handful of people. Wow. And uh, But out of the handful of people that I met, two of them had heard about it here. So... I like to think that we're doing something. I think we're doing good work, Gene. I think it's sort of good. Yes, it is. It's excellent work. It's it's excellent trouble because that's what we do. The fight for voter rights goes on. A Thursday night, the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans held a rally on online, which I was very proud of. It yeah. was supposed to have been on Facebook, but somehow or another, Facebook messed it up. So we didn't get on Facebook with it. But uh, we did have a very good talk with uh, James Slattery from the Texas Civil Rights Project. Awesome. Because he knows a lot about these horrible things that the legislature has in mind for us in the special session 
that begins July the 8th. And and what's really interesting is the governor has not stated the purpose yet. He's still not yeah, saying. He hasn't, he's not saying. I think maybe he's waiting to see, you know, because uh, the attorney general, uh, Merrick Garland, just filed a lawsuit against Georgia and the restrictive voter suppression laws that they passed. Under civil rights legislation. Under civil rights legislation. In other words, he's saying that Georgia is trying to keep black people and brown people from voting. That's exactly what they're doing. And that's exactly what they want to do right here in Texas. That's what they intend to do. Yeah. That's what they nearly did in the the regular session. Thank God for Democrats walking out and breaking the quorum. (laughs) Thank God for every dang one of you that walked out. I was very proud of them. And that rally last Sunday, they featured them. They read off their names, and everybody was just going wild with applause. You know, we have to do what we have to do to to disallow the killing of democracy. Yeah. Because that's what they are trying to do. They are trying to destroy our democracy. Mm -hmm. We are on the precipice, boys and girls. This is not a joke. This is not a test. Mm-hmm. We are on the precipice of losing our democracy if we don't stand up and fight back. And another way of saying lose democracy is fascism. That, that, that's it. People think that's something they did in Germany. They, they couldn't possibly do, <laughs> oh, that, yes, do that here. Oh, yes, they can. Yes, they can. Well, I think a lot of Germans are still saying, well, we couldn't possibly have done it either. I know, right, but we did. That's yeah. exactly right. So uh, the, Dallas, the, the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans also did another action which I'm very proud of. We picketed out at uh, Angie Chin Button's office <laughs> so on Thursday at noon. How, how was Angie? She, the, we, we tried to get in. Oh. The three of the, the picketers, uh, led by Kenneth Williams, the, the Dallas chapter president of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, uh-huh. they went up and knocked and tried to get in and found out the office was deserted and, and locked. Well, let's, let's bear in mind that Greg Abbott cut off the funding for all of the staff, yeah. not just the legislators, six hundred dollars a month. He cut off the funding for the staff. So the whole uh, the whole legislature and all the people that work for them, yep, are are cut off as yep. as it stands right now. That's right. Think well, about all those staffers that depend on those jobs to make a living. Mm-hmm. They get not they're not getting the pay because the governor's angry. Yeah. Well, just to finish the story, Kenneth Williams then called Austin and said. <laughs> How come there's nobody in your office? And they said, well, okay, we'll meet you there on Monday. So Kenneth and some of the other constituents in that district are going to go to Angie Chin Button's office. I think it's 1 o'clock on Monday. Maybe somebody will call and fill me in on that. Yeah, cool. And and they will actually present their case, which is, will you stop, please, trying to destroy democracy? (laughs) Will you stop, please, trying to curtail voting, especially voting? For people of color, and and let's let's bear in mind she's she's Asian, mm-hmm. uh, and her folks are are being discriminated against. Her, uh, it's horrible what's happening. Mm-hmm. The Asian hate crimes. She should be behind the voters' rights for everybody. AAPI, that's Asian American Pacific Islanders. Uh, she should be behind them. For for allowing them to vote, getting them more voter rights, but she is on the wrong side of this one. The fact is that civil rights is important to everyone. Yes, we really have to have it if we're going to go forward as a nation. Those who want to divide us are, are trying to keep us poor. 
And that's, that's right. and that's what we are. And doing a damn good job of it, I might say. I have to, I have to admit <laughs> that the the rich are getting really, really, really rich, and the poor are falling further and further behind. So the fight goes on. Everybody I know is trying to think of stuff to do. Uh, I think there was a press conference yesterday because uh, yesterday was the end of the uh, extended unemployment benefits. Mr. Mr. Abbott did this himself. There's another there's another strike against the it, big money. It wasn't supposed to run out. The federal money was there. They yes. could just get the federal yeah. money and pass it on That's right. until September. Yeah. But Abbott said, "Oh no, oh, you guys no. you guys don't need this. You're just lazy. That's you, all. Just get up and go to work." So we, in order to make you go back to work, they're going to starve your children. Yeah. And that's exactly what is going on in Texas today. And, and oddly enough, yesterday was the anniversary of the uh, Fair Minimum Wage Act, <laughs> which went into effect uh, June 25th, 1938. Oh, my God. And uh, so they cut it off, right? right at, it was well, just, isn't that, wasn't that special? It was you a know, slap just a in little, the face. Just a little more slap in the face, folks. If that mm-hmm. doesn't make you, if this doesn't make you mad, there's something wrong and you ain't listening. I've been looking for good news, but I better give the phone number. Yes. 972-647-1893. You know, that with the, we like it when you call because we have really smart callers. But the problem is that you and I would talk all hour if we, nobody called. You and I talk all the time anyway. So. <laughs> 972-647-1893. You don't have to listen to me and Bonnie no. talk. You can talk. Yes. Get on the air. 972-647-1893. Good news. I found some good news. Yes. The Biden administration extended the ban on evictions until July 31st. Oh, my gosh. But they say that's the last extension. But anyway, they extended it until July 31st. And I want to give out one more time. Yes. TexasRentRelief.com. Yes. If you don't have a computer, find find your grandkids have one. So get one of your grandkids to get on TexasRentRelief.com before you get evicted. Yes. Because there is... There, there is, is federal money here and there around yes. if you can just find it. And uh, uh, evictions are going to be in the millions. There's going to be evictions in the millions. Yeah. They've been putting it off one month at a time. That's right. Uh, and state money and county money and city money. I have a plan to solve all of our problems here in Texas. And uh, I want to share this with you now. Does it include getting rid of Greg Abbott? Sort of. Okay, cool. In a, in a right. funny kind of way. Step in the right direction. I have a plan, and you're going to be the first to hear about it. Oh. There's, as you know, uh, yesterday they passed the, the best re- uh, relief for the poor in the state of California. Yeah. It's the best in the country by far. Even though they've had all kinds of problems with fires and stuff like that, they're treating their citizens much, much, much better Trying to. than the rest of the country, and especially better than Texas. So here's my plan. We declare war on California. No! And then before anybody realizes what we're up to, we surrender. And California takes us over? California takes over Texas and starts running it like California. Oh, my God. That would be so awesome. And uh, and we get the best treatment of poor people get in the United oh, States. Man. And we have to do this quickly. Now, don't don't go repeating this around with the, in the wrong circles <laughs> because I have it on good authority that the Oklahomans have the same oh. plan. 
The people in Oklahoma have the exact same plan. So maybe we should band together with Oklahoma. No, no. Let's, no. Why? Why help them? Well, but, let's do. <laughs> let's get. Let's get this for ourselves. I have friends in Oklahoma. We, we declare war on California. Okay. Texas against California, okay. and then before anybody gets hurt or anything, right? We surrender. Right. And they take over, and we we start living all kinds of better. What do you think? Nine seven two six four seven. One eight nine three. Now, not everybody is going to agree with this, but I think uh, I think you should give it some serious, serious thought. I have the governor's phone number, five one two four six three two thousand. Five one two four six three two thousand. I'm not telling you to call him and do this or do that because K and M won't let us. They won't let you. But if you have some feelings so that you'd like desire. to express yes. to the governor, the number is five one two four six three. 2000. Tell him we said hey. <laughs> you know who's been really hard on the governor is Watchdog. I know. In, in the Dallas Morning Isn't News. Isn't great? I love Dave Lieber. He is mm. just fabulous. A Texas Tribune analysis of donations found that Governor Abbott received at least $27 million from the oil and gas <gasps> lobby. What? He sold his soul. <laughs> That's what the, the watchdog said that. I didn't say it. I'm quoting. He sold his soul for twenty-seven million dollars. That's what that's what he that's what he said. I'm a yai yai yai. Bad news. Uh oh, more. The Supreme bad news. Court ruled against us during the time of Cesar Chavez. The organizers for the United Farm Workers used to go on ranches to talk to the workers. Right. Farm workers need to be organized, and uh, Cesar Chavez, of course, is a great. Hero of American history. Yes. Because he went on these farmlands and talked to the workers out there and got them organized and got them a better, a better life than they had before. Absolutely. Well, the Supreme Court ruled that you can't do that. Oh, well, which... The Supreme Court ruled that, oh, no, you can't set foot on someone else's property. It, it unconstitutionally appropriates private land by allowing the organizers to walk across it. So... That was a really, really, a real bad blow to the right to organize. Given That's just, was there any dissenting opinions? I don't know. I don't think, I, I think it was uh, like six to three. Oh, well, what do you know? Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. If you, can't, if you can't go on the property, how are you going to organize farm workers? How are you going to organize you, anybody? You stand out in the road and yell at the top of your voice, I guess, but then they'll get you for standing in the road. Well, that's what we used to. I mean, that's what we have to do with these corporations. Now, good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Not not on the air? Uh, break in two minutes, and, and we, we have someone that we call back because she oh, just... Oh, they want to call back. Phone. Yes. Okay. Okay, okay cool. Because okay. it's almost she, she's break here. Okay. She's here. Okay. Okay, we'll put her on then. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, good morning, sir. How you Hi. doing today? Good. Morning. Hi. Yeah. Uh, can, uh, can I dedicate one song? Dedicate a song. <laughs> okay, Bonnie will sing it. What is it? I, do you? Are <laughs> he you thinks sure we're you want, a music program. You want me to sing? Are you sure you want me to sing? Yeah, Bonnie, Bonnie will sing it. What is it? I'm the guy from South Texas. I always call every Saturday. Uh huh. And Je- they, my name is Jesse, but they call me my nickname Old School. Old okay. school, okay. What's the song you would like to dedicate? Uh, no, I just dedicate to myself. Oh, you want to dedicate it to yourself, okay. Is it okay if Bonnie sings it? Say what? Is it okay if Bonnie sings it? 
<laughs> You're going to be sorry. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I know. There's, a, there's, a, there's an absolutely so great music program that comes on at 10 o'clock. Yeah. An absolutely listen. great music program. But you where the workers that, be, yeah. we talk about everything from the working point of view of working people. He's a working folk, aren't you? And people can call and give us their opinion on things. But we're not a music oh, yeah. program. Old school, thank you yeah. so much Call for after calling. 10. I want, a song, I want a song by the Flamingos. Song by the Flamingos. Okay. Well, we'll try to tell them when they get we'll here. We'll tell them when they get here. Thank you. Okay. 972-647-1893. You can call, and the station just loves it. But it's time for us to take a break, so we'll you, call, you won't get on just, the air until after the or, break. Or just hold on, and we'll be right back after the break. Thanks. Yeah, we're back on The Worker's Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. And we have some callers waiting, I think, 972-647-1893 is the number. Good morning. Thanks for calling Kay and the Win. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. You're on the air. Good morning. Uh, yeah, my name is Nap, and um, Nap Pempeña. I'm a uh, an organizer, a Filipino um, organizer with uh, migrant workers in yeah, uh, we're having a, um, a tech uh, webinar next week about uh, the Texas-Philippines Texas, uh, labor solidarity. And so, yeah, I was... Um, What's the situation invited. in the Philippines? Uh, I, every time I pick up, uh, every time I pick up news about the Philippines, it's because uh, uh, the dictator over there is named Duterte or something like that, and he's killing people. Yeah. Uh, what about yeah. union organizers? Are the union organizers safe in the Philippines? Um, yeah, so they're not, and that, that's actually why we're uh, we're putting together this event. Uh, Duterte has been in power for about um, five years now, mm-hmm. uh, a little more than five years, and over the last five years, he it, he has uh, led this uh, war on drugs, so-called war on drugs, but really is a war on the poor that has killed uh, more than thirty thousand people at this point. Thirty thousand. So, yes. Yeah. 30,000 and really a lot of them are have access to legal you know legal defense and that's why um, very similar to um, you know um, police killings here in in the US um, um, they're they they use the reasons of these people quote unquote fighting back you know or and police um, killing them in the name of self-defense so-called, you know. Um, so it's it's yeah. really hard to be a union organizer in the Philippines right now, I guess. Um, at this point, there has been there have been at least fifty uh, unionists that have been killed under Duterte, and yeah, so union leaders, and that's not including um, dozens or that are currently held as political prisoners. Right now, there's more than 500 political prisoners under the Duterte regime. Yeah. So the, the, the worse the regime is, I guess, the more you need to organize. Is that right? Yeah, that, that's correct. And um, partly, it's partly because um, what enables the regime to do these atrocious killings is um, military aid that comes from the U.S. Uh-huh. Um, to, the, to the tune of... Um, at least um, 50 million a year, and that's uh, actually a conservative estimate. Over the last over the last five years, there's been um, at least 550 million dollars that have been sent 
um, to the Philippines you know, over the last five years. So when we talk about defunding the police, you know, for us Filipino activists, we, we are one with that call to defund the police. But what we also say is we, we should also defund the global, you know, U.S. global police. The terrorism that that is that is visited on other countries by the United States is that right? Yes, exactly. We're so exactly. good at that. Well, what what is this event you're going to do on July second? How does people yeah, get? So, how do people connect to that? Yeah, um, so this one, this is in July on July second uh, from seven p.m. to nine p.m. where we will have speakers from the Philippines, uh, specifically um, uh, someone from the health health sector to talk about really the dismal you know uh, pandemic response out there um and to, uh also a um a call center union um from a call center union given that um at&t is really headquartered here in in texas right and um bn the call center um uh association there uh works closely with CWA, yeah. uh, actually. So there's that. And then uh, we also we will also have a speaker from the May 1st movement, which is the uh, Broad Militant uh, Labor Federation, to talk about the human rights violations, since a lot of their leaders have been the ones killed by the, uh, by the regime. And oh. we will also have a, a local uh, teacher, a Filipino teacher, who was a trafficking survivor, um, if you've heard about the Garland ISD uh, labor trafficking, yes. So yeah, to also um, share um, how uh, Filipino labor here in in Texas, you know, is also part of that uh, just network of exploitation and and depression. Um, and and then one last speaker that we have is. Uh, uh, a Texas local Texas labor leader, uh, I think, from uh, San Antonio. So um, there's this is online. If you um, uh, look up on um, on Facebook, Texas Philippines Labor Solidarity Webinar. This is Texas Philippine Labor Solidarity Labor, labor Solidarity Webinar. Yes. Okay. Cool. You, you can also go on um, DSA North Texas's um, Facebook. Oh, uh, okay. Because is that the name yes. of it? DSA North Texas. Yes, yes. they're co-sponsoring this together mm-hmm. with. Um, well, that'll be that'll be the one we'll use here locally. DSA yeah. North Texas. That's easy to remember. Yeah, too. Yeah, thanks. Yes. That's great. And there's also a link to this. Uh, it's uh, bitly slash txph zero seven zero two. That's bit dot ly forward slash TH0702. So it'll take you to the Zoom registration. Oh, you've got to register. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. There should be uh, there should be a local contact or something that uh, people can reach. Is there a local mm-hmm. contact? I mean, I can be reached reached uh, uh, as well. Um, again, my name is uh, Nap. Uh, that's short for Napoleon. And uh, my number, should I? Sure, give it out. Yeah, uh, my number is 858-729-4849. Again, it's 858-729-4849. And, you know, feel free to reach out for me for this event. But if there's 
if you, even if you can't make it, but you're just like, interested in uh, collaborating or supporting, you know, the campaign for human rights in the Philippines, uh, feel free to reach out. This is something Bonnie and I have just started to talk about this recently yeah. because we're always talking about labor issues, working people's issues, but we very seldom get any Oops. international news. Right. The fact mm-hmm. is that in the United States, nearly all the international news comes from the same place, the government. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so no matter what station you're listening to or what uh, newspaper you're reading, you are reading propaganda yeah. from the mm-hmm. State Department of the United States. Yeah. And, uh, and you know it's wrong. You find out 25 years later. <laughs> yeah. You find out 25 years later, they for example, us. or 50 years later, that, that the United States overthrew the government of Chile. Or the, the United States overthrew the government of Guatemala. Right. Or the United States overthrew the government mm-hmm. of Iran. You find out 50 or 75 years later that they did that. And then you remember back in those days, you thought, well, no, nothing like that came out all i saw was all i saw was the the halos around the state department ambassadors and the government officials and they they did all these wonderful things that they were helping all these people around the world then you get another you get another book and find out they killed a million people in indonesia That the CIA was in on it. They killed a million people in Indonesia and tens of thousands in, in Latin America and Argentina and Chile and in Brazil. And, and, but you find that out After. many, many years later. Yeah, not so, while it's happening. So, so I want to get your perspective on this, Nap. Is it true that the United States is helping people around the world, helping the working people around the world? Or is something else the truth? Oh, or the other way around. Uh, the, the U.S. is actually facilitating the just wholesale theft of resources and, you know, mm. human labor from all over the world. Um, that, that's very true what you said. Um, and I think that's uh, at least one of the positive things uh, uh, that came out of this pandemic is the because we were forced to do connect um, digitally and remotely, mm-hmm. that we were able to facilitate these kinds of conversations. Okay. Nap, I have to interrupt you just for a second because yeah. we've got people that want to talk, and we have to take the calls because it's a talk show, and the KNON wants us to take these calls. So Pierre is going to switch somebody else. You stay on, and we'll let this other person talk. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Can't hear you. Okay, turn your radio off. I don't think that's the problem. Okay. Hey. Hey. Jane, uh, what, uh, and this is Joe. I talked to you down in Austin, but what that young man said was so true. Uh, The United States is behind a lot of repressive governments. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a situation of throw your rock and hide your hand. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I want to use this phrase that uh, a deceased survivor of the Tulsa race riot mentioned. America's dirty little secrets. I see. Now, Jane, I've got, got your card that you gave me, and I'll give you a call. All and, right. And Shoot me an email, too, to Joe. To Shoot That's me an email, good, Joe. Jane. Thank you very well, much. You. That's Joe who was on the, who was on the bus last Sunday, going to Austin for the rally. He's a freedom rider. All right. That is so cool. Do you have another one, Pierre? Yeah. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. And I think we still have the Filipino guy on. Okay. Go ahead. Well, I want 
Gene and Bonnie, how you doing this morning? Great, Good. thanks. Well, that's why we need the station, because we don't get this information anywhere else. That's so right. I appreciate it. But uh, I'm very concerned right now. Remember, I always say America looks like it's going to hell on a rocket ship. I, I really, I really believe that. Mm-hmm. And I think the only way we can do this, I was looking at a cartoon this morning. It's called The Lion and with the Thorn. You ever seen that one? Mm-mm. The lion with the thorn in his foot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Where this little mouse had to pull his thorn out of the lion's foot. This is what America did. They got a council in them. And it, it's not going to go away. And it's down black people. We are the council. And they, they don't know how to get rid of us. So I, that's what's happening. And, uh, and, and, and once we repent and turn from our evil ways, we might have a chance of saving this country. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have to repent first. I'm going to pick up a book now. And this morning by Daniel Ellsberg. You ever heard of him? Yes. Secret Vietnam. I'm going to pick up those books this morning. And he told it. He, he's a whistleblower in 1964. America had no reason to be in the Vietnam War. The war that I fought in. It wasn't, it wasn't done for the communism. Because if anybody knows, we lost that war. Yeah. We didn't yeah, but and that's why I, they want to tell the truth. You and I are both veterans, I think, from that period. And uh, mm-hmm. and we didn't hear that. We didn't hear that. What we heard was the United States was trying to help them be more democratic. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and they were, they, were, they were sending all these people there to Dude, try to help the them. Cavalry. And then they started sending soldiers to try to help them. And then years and years later, we found out the soldiers were killing them. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> there to help anybody. Yeah, but it was years and years later when we found that out. So we're finding out about the Philippines about right now, if the guy is still online. So, and I appreciate right. your call. Let's yes. see what happened. Go ahead, Hello? Pierre. Yeah, he will have One to call thing. back. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Nap is going to have to call back to comment further. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks okay. so much for calling us. And you can call us, too, at okay. 972-647-1893. And Nap is short for Napoleon. He's yes. from the Philippines. And he says the United States is not helping. See, now I feel guilty for making them transfer me to the United States when I have to call AT&T. Now I feel guilty. So talk about AT&T in this context, Bonnie. I don't understand it. AT&T has uh, offshore their customer service. I see. So when you call 1-800-288-2020, chances are you're going to get somebody in the Philippines. Yeah. And what the, the communication workers of America has tried to organize the ones that are that are overseas as well as the ones here, right? I guess. I, I didn't know that. So I, when I get someone in the Philippines, I demand mm-hmm. to be transferred to someone on stateside. I see. I mean, I'm sorry, but you're an American company. Mm-hmm. And uh, my bill, oh, you're a Dallas, Texas you're a Dallas company. company. My bills that I pay, and I, I personally, 400 bucks a month, uh, for for my services, uh, the business services, I want to talk to somebody in this country. I see. I because my money goes here. I want those jobs here. Those are good union jobs that got taken away from my brothers and sisters here in this country. Well, what do you think about international solidarity with working people, for example, in the Philippines, though? Is that a good idea or not? uh, Well, yes, I think it is. But we have to train these companies that their first line to their customers should not be someone that is not stateside. I see. 972-647-1893. I want to slip in some news as we go Good through here. Good bet. 
The that, Collin County Grand Jury refused uh, to indict eight jailers over the death of Marvin Scott III. And let's remember, he got he was he was arrested because he had a joint. Or he was sitting next to a joint. Yes, he was sitting next to he a smothered, joint. He smothered to death while in their custody. Five of those jailers are suing to get their jobs back. So that's where we are on that. We have another caller, Pierre. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yeah, you're on the air. Yes, good morning. Good morning. And thanks for your show, as always. I would just like to think uh, I'm, uh, I worry about those uh, hospital workers that have lost their jobs uh-huh. due to uh, vaccination. And, and That's the ones like in Houston. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just I'm just wondering and uh, would like some feedback from you all and see see what y'all think because I think it's it's gonna I think it's gonna spread. It's gonna a lot of people are probably gonna lose their jobs or stuff like that over a vaccine. I get off the line and uh, okay for others to get in. Thank you very much. You can call us too at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Bonnie has an opinion. I don't get it. I don't get it. You're why, rec- why wouldn't you, they get vaccinated? Why would you not just get a shot? Mm-hmm. Do you have a uh, a medical reason? And if you do, let's okay. That's cool. But in England, they say get the jab. Get <laughs> the jab. And they, uh, Margaret Cho is a comedian, and she says, stick it in. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. It's not difficult. You can go get a J&J vaccine one time. They're, they're, they're working on putting it together with the flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. So every year when you go get your flu vaccine, you get your COVID vaccine at the same time. Well, what a good idea. Doesn't that make sense? Well, these people did not get their vaccination. And they got they want to work in the hospital anyway. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about going to the hospital with people that that are risking COVID. I think they're crazy. But they uh, they decided not to get the vaccine, and they have sued instead. They're going to court, so we'll and, see how that comes uh, out. If I'm not mistaken, they've already been ruled against once. Meanwhile, the nurses in Massachusetts are asking Dallas for help because Tenet Hospitals is here, and uh, and they are they're trying to get a contract over staffing. This is the big issue for nurses. I know I used to try to help the California nurses that came to Dallas and tried to organize. Yep, yep. And they're still organizing in Houston. Yep. Uh, but the, the big issue is the hospitals are making these nurses take care of more patients than they can take care of. It's a, it's a staff-patient ratio mm-hmm. that the, the hospitals think, oh, we only need to have this many people for this many patients. Mm-hmm. They do not take any extemporary, extemporary circumstances into account. It's break they time. They just in don't do it. Yeah, break time and uh, two listeners after. Okay, we'll, we'll get your calls. Hang on. We'll get your calls as soon as we <laughs> come back from break. Blue Monday. Ah, Blue Monday. Okay, we're going to go right to the phones. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Uh, good, good morning, Jen and Bunny. Good morning. Uh, I have a question uh, about the Philippines. You know, usually like when the uh, U.S. takes a position of uh, non-interference, uh, it's because they support what's going on. Uh, yeah. And 
usually the reason they support what's going on is because somebody's making some money uh, yeah. and they are, <laughs> you know, they, they, uh, they want to keep that coming. So what I want to know is what are the industries that are making money in the Philippines? What are the companies, the corporations, the multinationals that are making money in the Philippines? Is the Philippine person still online? No, he's not. He's not. Uh, oh. I, I mean, not, the one corporation that comes to my mind is, is AT&T. Uh, they've offshored uh, the bulk of their customer service. When you call the main tele- the main number, 800-288-2020, nine times out of ten, you're going to get somebody in, a third, in, in the Philippines, most likely. Occasionally, you'll get somebody in the Caribbean, but mostly you're going to get somebody in the Philippines. Uh, and they're not alone. Their AT&T is not alone. Uh, they're exploiting those laborers just like they exploit the laborers here in this country. Only it's right. worse because they don't have a union. At least on this side, we have a union to protect us. And they won't allow the union to come in there because they know that the wages would go up. They wouldn't make so much money. And, you know, it's just it's a horrible, vicious circle, horrible, vicious circle. It is. Well, okay, that's uh, uh, something of an answer. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. Pierre, do we have another caller? All right. Thanks for calling KNON. This is Bonnie. Hello, Bonnie. Hello. This is Bill. Hi, Uh, Bill. Yes. Yes. uh, The gentleman I was asking about the vaccines, I don't understand why. Believe me. Let me know where you go to work because I don't want to go to that hospital. <laughs> right. You're not vaccinated. Amen. I do not want to go there. That's, okay? Yeah. You would think, you know, in, in my in my job, I'm retired now, but in my job, there were certain requirements that would have to be met physically to do your job. Right. Okay? Right. All right? And you met them to do your job. Amen. Otherwise, you find another job. That's it. Okay? If you're in the medical field, vaccinate yourself so we can feel comfortable going to that hospital because we all need doctors and nurses and whatnot you know to treat us when we're sick yeah i just don't understand why you're going to make up a big fuss and fight and go to court and this and that when it's and what are you going to win you're not going to force them to give you the job Mm -mm. you know Mm -mm. if it's my company my company my medical hospital that i own i would say and then they talk, try to force me Adios. to hire you back? I don't think so. I find another reason to fire you. Yep. It's, called, it's all got to do with the same argument over the masks as it is over the vaccination. It's all a question of people saying, well, I have a right for myself to do this or that without any consideration for everybody else. See, that's just like well, smoking yeah. used to be, right? Mm-hmm. I can smoke right. anywhere I want to. It's my right. It's my right well, to smoke. Right. Yeah, you, yeah. And you just have to smell it. You just got to smell it. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? I yeah. did that for 37 years, and all of a sudden I went, you know what? This is not cool. Yeah. This yeah. is not I mean, cool. I you. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an ex-smoker, and, and you know, and when I did smoke, I didn't, I didn't subject somebody no. else to my, my habit. You know, mm-hmm. and it was fine. It's fine. Yep. I'm not going to stand there and just raise my fist and sue for my right <laughs> to harm someone else. Exactly. I don't have that right. Uh-huh. So it's, it's all got to do with your consideration of everybody else, yep. whether or not you're going to wear a mask, whether or not you're going to get vaccinated, whether or not you're going to smoke when you're in an enclosed uh, area. Yeah. Uh, those are well, all. I mean, 
I just wonder how many people are out there in the public, and I'm sure there's thousands and thousands of them, and nobody wears a mask anymore. I see them up and down. <laughs> I wear mine when, when I'm in the crowd, yeah. and nobody wears a mask. Yeah. I mean, just, just, just full, just full, just, you know, it's just, I'm glad they're going to, I hope they find a way to put it in a flu shot so we can have a flu shot. With the, with the vaccine. Right? Because I, I, I ain't real crazy about shots, so if I can get both of them at the same time, I'm really happy. And well, they're also working on a true. pill. They're also working oh, on a pill. Oh, they are? Oh, yeah. that's even better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they'll, 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 find, they'll find some reason to, to, to denounce the pill, too. Well, yeah. that's all right. It, it, but, well, you know, I I got a, I listened to a, a lady on a satellite radio, and she has a great idea. We take drones... You remember like Wild Kingdom when they would dart uh, the animals from the helicopter? Okay, so so we're going to we're going to have the drones outside of the big big evangelical churches like First Baptist and as they come out we're going to dart them with the vaccine. Poof. What do you think? Doesn't that sound like a great idea? That's a great idea. Great idea. I mean, uh, all of them. There you go. You got to wind it up, brother. We got people waiting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One more thing. One more thing before I go. Okay. Are there other stations like KNON that exist? Not in this world. Not in this world. Not in this world? Okay. We're pretty blessed. Thank you so much. And good morning. Thanks thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. You're on the air. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. Hi. I'd like to to mention that I, I'm not getting vaccinated with mm-hmm. my family because we have this issue with the same corporation uh-huh. that y'all talk about. You know, it's trusting them. Trusting you feel like government. the corporations are behind the vaccination effort? I don't feel like, well, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. It's all about money. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I haven't heard anything coherent that ties it to anything that makes me feel comfortable with it. I see. Hmm. Or safe about, you know, it's just efficacy. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're risking other people's lives running around unvaccinated? After this last two years, you know, I, I think Trump's more to blame for most of that. Mm-hmm. Well, there is, there's a new book about that, by the way. Is there? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Trump uh, mishandled. Oh, the pandemic. No doubt about that. Everything, everything they brought to him, he would say, well, yeah, but how does this affect my political life? Yeah. You know, instead of what's the best thing for the country or how do we save people's lives? He would say, yeah, but what is that? What's this going to mean for me? What does it do for my numbers? What does it do for me? Yeah. Okay, well, so you decided not to get vaccinated and we'll take not your... Until I hear more. More mm-hmm. useful information that, that you know is okay. trustworthy. Well, we'll open well, that up to you, other you people. You might want to do your research because there is a lot of information out there, and uh, that is good, true information. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people who are not vaccinated, you are a hundred percent more likely to get caught with this variant. Uh, what's it called? Delta Delta, Delta. Delta variant. It. You know, the last variant was 50% more uh, transmittable than the one before that. This one is 50% more than that one. I'm not, I'm not that worried about you, brother, because you're making up your own mind. You do what you want to. But just imagine how this affects everybody else. Yeah. Imagine how it affects your family. You come home with COVID and they all get sick. So, uh, Or the people that you work with or the people that you pass by in the street, they're the ones that I'm concerned about. 
not just you. But we appreciate your point of view, and we've got to take more calls. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. You're on the air. Thanks for waiting. Okay. And that's uh, the reason I'll keep wearing my mask. <laughs> we have to. We have to. Okay. 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 The listener is back. People the listener is back. Wait. They're yeah. back. Okay. Okay. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You got it right now? Yeah, you're yep. on the air. We're good. Okay. Uh, yeah, the problem with this country is the insane are, in a lot of instances, running the asylum. <laughs> For instance, why would you want to work in a hospital where thousands of uh, healthcare workers have died from COVID and not be vaccinated? Uh-huh. That's insanity. Why would you want to allow anybody to carry a firearm when the police department says it's not a, a, a good idea? Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. insanity. Uh-huh. So you think you think that the government of Texas is nuts? You know, I, I propose I propose that we have California take over Texas. Yeah. What do you think of that? I don't know about whether that's logical or not, but what is logical is we need to poke these people out. Oh yeah. That are making these insane decisions. Yep. They froze us to death. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tried right? to. And and killed and some they, of us. And, right, killed 150 people. Mm-hmm. Then they uh, 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 had this, uh, what is it, Donnie said you can't turn your, you have to turn your air conditioner up to 78. Yeah, good luck uh, with that one. Something <laughs> wrong with that. And, and 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 so what I don't understand, but but that's why you, you guys' show and the show previous show are so important. Some sane people get a chance to put their ideas into the general public mm-hmm. because what we have is a bunch of insane people who have been put in power by other people who are obviously insane <laughs> uh, that, that 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 are running things and that's why everything is so chaotic. Yeah, I see. Uh, we don't believe in climate change yet everything is either on fire or flooding. <laughs> so we don't, we don't believe the climate is changing. All of these different things you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah but, but absolutely. Uh, you know, you're saying they're insane. I would say that it's just they're selfish beyond beyond all measurement, which means they're psychopaths. <gasps> Is that a that's a form of insanity that you would would you you would diagnose? Uh, psychopath well, is somebody that doesn't care about anybody else. Thinks they're the only important person in the world. Like you know, like Donald Trump. You know, like Donald Trump. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could characterize. Trump that way, mm-hmm. but but my point is, us sane people cannot let the insane dictate the narrative. Absolutely, we have to. Yeah, that's what that's what happens. We have to take and, it back over. Absolutely, we have to because if something disastrous happens, it's gonna it, it's, that disaster is not going to pick and choose who it who it who it destroys. It's going right. to destroy everything in its path. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, say, take for instance the building in Florida. Mm. They told them the building's been sinking a millimeter a year twenty years ago. Uh-huh. They didn't do anything, right? So, so the building fell. So the saying have to say no. You have to do something now mm-hmm. before this this happens because I don't want to take a chance on being impacted because you didn't do something that was sane. All and right. that's what happens. We have to take the narrative back yeah. away mm-hmm. from the insane. These Trump supporters. And all these other uh, insane people who have who who just that's just what they are. We you can't figure out the sane can't figure out the insane. We just have to address it as what it is. You're nuts. You're not going to run the country. Amen. 
love it. I like so we, it. They should have some kind of psychiatric exam. Oh, my God. Yes, there should be a psychiatric exam. Oh, Lord. There should be a psychological exam. There should be a psychiatric exam. You should have to show your finances mm-hmm. um, to show that you're not a crook. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. It's just common sense. You have to do all that stuff when you get a job. Yeah. Well, you're but making. If, you get a, if you're getting a job running the country or running the state. Don't you, don't, you think you should have some qualifications? You don't, you don't have to have any. No. Hey, in Texas, to run for a representative or a, a state senator or a state rep or a state. You don't have to live in the district. Oh, I see. No, you want to live. You live in South Texas and mm-hmm. you want to run for someplace in North Texas. Go for it. So you can do that. You can do that. No qualifications. No qualifications. Somebody called a while ago and mentioned a book that they were going to read, and I thought that was pretty good. It reminded me that I just finished last night a book called First to Fall. It was about Elijah Lovejoy, who was an abolitionist back in the 1830s, and he was a newspaper printer. Back in those days, the the printing press was pretty small, and it could be actually put in a box and shipped on a... Well, he had three of his printing presses torn to pieces and thrown into the Mississippi River. Of course. Before they killed him. Uh, And this was in Illinois. This was not in the South. (laughs) He didn't even make it. Yeah, he was in Illinois, Austin, Illinois. Uh, when, When Elijah Lovejoy was murdered... By the by, the mob in mm. Alton, Illinois, it became a big uh, what they call a cause celebre, you know, uh, a nationwide disgrace. God. It was sort of like George Floyd when the when it became a nationwide disgrace, and people started talking about making some kind of changes. Mm-hmm. So the abolition movement started to move forward and become more of a mainstream movement after Elijah Lovejoy gave his life. Uh, the mob actually, uh, they, they caught him in a warehouse, set the warehouse on fire, and when he came out, they shot him. And you know, this is why, this is why history is so important. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the governor down there talking about, well, we can't teach critical race theory. How about we, <laughs> how about we work on critical thinking? Uh-huh. Not necessarily critical race theory, but just critical thinking. Let's stop teaching our kids how to take a bloody test and start teaching our kids how to think for themselves. Pierre, do we actually have somebody waiting no. on the, online? No, that's our but That's okay. He's here. He's our, Did you have any more questions? Well, see, they don't want them to think. That's right. They want them to follow <laughs> That's, that's right. what that's what that's that's what you you got to understand. They yeah. don't want them to be able to think. You're right. They don't want them to say, "Oh well, things are too hot and they're too wet, so something's going on with the climate." And you look back. They don't want them to think that no. that uh, 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 and people sh- everybody shouldn't be licensed to ha- have a gun without any qualification. Oh, come they September first, baby. The mm-hmm. war is on. That's what they don't want. They don't want them to to understand history. Yeah. They want to mischaracterize it and say that slaves were immigrants because <laughs> they, 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 that's what those people who are benefiting from those policies don't want yeah. because they are benefiting from that stuff. You're right. And mm-hmm. us people who are sane and decent and understanding how this impacts the overall planet as a whole because now this stuff is over, it's impacting the planet. Yeah, not we just have, us. We cannot let those people who are, 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 are despicable, insane, 
uh, what did you what did you call characterize Trump as psychopath? Uh, psychopathic. Mm-hmm. We can't let those people run the planet. We can't let them run the government. We have to stop them. Yes, mm-hmm. because yeah. they're going to do it. They're going so, to kill us all. They're, right. There's, there's no telling. They, they make a mistake. Bernie Bernie Sanders characterize calls it unintended consequences. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They'll do something that that they think is going to work one way. And unintended consequences. There's a worldwide pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand right? what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you thought you were going to run it this way, and actually what it did was something that you were not anticipating. Yeah, because so you ain't really not, running nothing. <laughs> well, we can't, we can't allow these people to run things. We have, no. When they show that they're not sane, they're not rational, they don't have any character, they don't have any compassion, they have to be taken out of, 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 uh, yeah. of command or whatever they're running because it's, it's, it's driving the freight train off the track. Yep. All right. We appreciate your Thank point you of view. Thank you so much. And uh, I want to give out this phone number one more time. We don't got no time. This is from NAP. We have two minutes. We did. 858-729-4849 is the number for NAP. He's the guy from, who, from the Philippines yes. discussing international problems yes. that concern working people. 858 729 Four eight four nine. We also had some really good callers we have today. Smart people that call our show. Mm-hmm. We do have smart. They have people. given up on the name Belo Gardens. This is good news. Finally, Belo was a colonel in the. He in was the, a horrible person in the Confederate Army. They're renaming the uh, the uh, Belo Mansion that is owned by the Dallas uh, Attorneys Association. Okay, they're renaming that as well. Okay, well, the Belo, so-called Belo Garden is now going to be called the Civic Garden. Civic Garden. And we are giving up on some of these names of some of these Confederates. See, I'm so And happy. I'm glad to hear it. I don't know which clock you're looking at. I don't either. I look at this one. I look at that one. I don't know. Which I one is right, Pierre? Do we know? All of them. Okay. All of them. <laughs> Donald Trump. This is almost 10. Okay. Donald okay. Trump is back on the campaign trail, and he's trying to primary one of the Republicans who was not loyal enough so you can see that that's what's going to happen yep, in American right. politics over the next year or so. They're going to try to primary the Republicans who are not crazy, uh, as, the, as the brother just said, and try to get more crazy people to run. So what do we do? Educate, register, educate, and vote. That's what we do. And we also have to be on time. So say goodbye, yes. Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.